0: Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down and we welcome everyone back to our Lisk series and lots to talk about and a very satisfying set of developments that are going on now and I'll tell you what, the station, L.I. News Radio, JVC Radio, and all types of spots, and myself and Tom Shilero, who does Noon to Two, and Jay Oliver, who's the morning guy, here for a long time. We were the only ones talking about it. Uh, And by the way, you know, some good podcasts around the country, too and you know they certainly have been banging the drum on this but no one on long island has covered lisk like this radio station i started the 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 first series lisk series back in 2016 and we thought we got somewhere but we uh well, I'll explain. In fact, the monologue I was going to do gets more into that, and I'm going to push it back to next week. The reason I'm changing here is because there's several key developments. Um, first of all, Steve Ballone, who is our very corrupt, very crooked, very dirty county executive, uh, filthy, completely filthy dirty and as corrupt and as crooked as any politician you'll ever meet he will be the villain when this whole thing is done and it's starting to hit him that that's the case he listens to all of this you're listening coward and uh, the disgrace that you have brought upon this county for 10 years doing nothing and you're hoping to hide behind Rodney Harrison, who is the new commissioner, and he seems like a pretty good guy, and he'll probably throw you a bone because you hired him, and try to save you. Uh, but again, you put him in, you put Rodney Harrison in, because, and and you urged him, or allowed uh, the police commissioner to do his job for once, because you knew Ray Tierney was gonna come in and he was going to solve Lisk. And you know, again, it's, uh, it, it's happening, and you knew it was gonna happen because you covered it up. You crooked, disgraceful, disgusting politician with no conscience and no soul. You're a disgrace, Steve Ballone. And now everything is, is starting to fall into place. And you have uh, days, weeks to survive politically. And you're panicking and trying to figure out what to do. Now, as Lisk is starting to unfold. And it's funny. It's, it's, you know, Tierney's been in there for, you know, five weeks, and he is uh, he is the key reason that this is happening. You had your puppet Tim Sinny in there, and he was going to do nothing. Uh, you know, again, I'm going to go back to this. I'm going to keep saying no one was talking about this. And when we started, I guess it was. June, I think it was June was our second LISC series. Was it late May? I'll find out the date and we'll mark it for historical purposes because this is going to to be an international story when it is solved, even when it's partially solved. And I actually see that happening and uh, Steve Ballone is scrambling and he doesn't know which way to go. Now, Newsday is doing, and I don't read Newsday at all, um, whatsoever. And they haven't covered Lisk, and I thought it was disgraceful that they haven't covered Lisk. And uh, they seem, you know, Balone seems to own them, and you know, now they're they're beating up the police department on on uh, an internal affairs situation. Read the article. I I haven't read it, so I can't even. I can't even comment on it too much. I just don't read Newsday. I, I just don't do it. And Balone, of course, Steve Balone, is the reason. Is the reason the police department is upside down, and he is trying to figure out how to explain to the voters that he somehow didn't have anything to do with Jimmy Burke. He appointed Jimmy Burke, right? He appointed Jimmy Burke, and as soon as he did, and you know, first order of business was to get the FBI out, that was Burke and Malone corrupting the the system, the investigation on Lisk immediately, and we keep bringing up this point, but they got rid of the former police commissioner, Dormer, and Dominic Verone, the, the head of detectives, the head of The investigation in essence were were gone which isn't unusual it's not unusual to put in your own commissioner he put in the Commissioner Weber with one um, mission and that was to appoint Jimmy Burke Jimmy Burke was put in as chief because he can get overtime Right? he wanted overtime and he could get more money than just being the commissioner which is a set salary and no overtime comes there so Bolone, who is in league with Jimmy Burke, and appointed Jimmy Burke. Understand this, appointed Jimmy Burke. Uh, him and him alone. Spoda didn't know till the end. Spoda will say, let me not defend Spoda I don't want to make it sound like I'm defending him. He's he's in prison and he should be in prison, right? He's doing a five year prison term for covering up for Jimmy Burke and uh, McPartland's doing five years in Texas, Beaumont, Texas. For covering up for Jimmy Burke with the Christopher Loeb situation, when Jimmy, uh, the appointment of Steve Balone, the corrupt, disgraceful, disgraced county executive, beating up Jimmy Burke—that is beating up Christopher Loeb in handcuffs—and then covered it up. That being said, all of that being said, Balone now has to figure out a way to separate himself from Burke now he can't run for office again we've uh, let's we've established that he's not running for anything he's he's disgraced uh, he wanted to run for governor it's one of the reasons we started the second list series figure it we can get him talking or we could uh, we can kind of piggyback off of whatever kind of statewide attention. This piece of garbage would have gotten if he would have if he would have somehow run for governor, and then his his uh, opportunities dwindled to being lieutenant governor. And he was hoping that Tish James would do it. She wasn't going to touch him because he covered up a serial killing. Right? You can't put an exa- you can't put someone like him in a position to be a statewide public official when you've covered up Steve Ballone, you've covered up a serial killing along with your appointment, your buddy, Jimmy Burke, who you appointed and you immediately got the FBI out and going back to the dormer. Uh, forced resignation of of dormer uh, who is no longer here we're gonna play his we're gonna play his interview from the first series um, maybe starting next week It's a two-parter and so maybe the next two weeks we'll do dormer and just to kind of show how relevant it is and uh, Richard dormer uh, passed away a couple years back and Uh, Dominic Verone again uh, we we haven't had him on I've spoke to him and I've got a great deal of respect for Dominic Verone and I think he was diligent and and they were both diligent in working with the FBI on this uh, this case when it originally happened they had a year before the corrupt the most corrupt um, administration in in Suffolk County history the Steve Ballone uh, political uh, County executive regime started and and again, that's the same County executive administration that saw his hand police chief Go down and, and do 46 months uh, prison federal prison sentence and uh, the DA who was uh, You know, I was gonna say not soon. It was last year uh, was sentenced to five years uh in imprisonment, and that was in response to uh, uh to covering up for the for the police chief that Steve Malone put in and McPortland, who was the right hand of Spoda and close friend of Jimmy Burke is doing five years. In Beaumont, Texas, for the same thing, the Bologna administration is has broken every possible barrier for for goodness and uh, and <laughs> you know the everything that that has come out of this administration has been terrible and corrupt and actually, Newsday is now is now covering it and they've been. Uh, just so unbelievably supportive of Ballone and Tim Sinney, his his corrupt puppet, DA, for well, the four years that Sinney was here. But since Ballone has gotten here, he has gotten great treatment from the local newspaper. And they've hardly said anything. In fact, they, they've hardly said anything about Gilgo until Until, well, I mean, (laughs) still not saying too much about Gilgo, to be honest with you. Phil Boyle, the senator for Gilgo and Oak Beach, held a press conference calling out Bologna and announcing to the world, and and it was the world watching. I mean, people all over the country, all over the country, all over the world tuned into that afterwards and, and while it was going on. And newsday put Boyle on page 19 which was uh, unbelievable I mean anyone else um, in any other world any any other place in the world would have had that on the cover for sure it should have been on the cover and if not it should be page 4 page 5 whatever page 19 I think Boyle got anyway but it was it doesn't matter historically that'll be looked at as the pivot point for what happened here now let me let me just i'll do the positive stuff first the the task force on um, uh, that Rodney Harrison, the commissioner, has has announced, and we're going to give him kudos for for that. And let me see. I'll just re- you know kind of read the headlines. Uh, Suffolk Police Department to create Gilgo homicides task force. Uh, SCPD. I think this is the patch I'm reading. I don't want to give proper credit. Uh, yeah, patch. Uh, And uh, SCPD Commissioner Rodney Harrison continues renewed efforts to solve the Gilgo Beach serial killing case, killer case, cold for over a decade. Um, You're welcome, everyone. Uh, You're welcome. Um, This has been the efforts of the station. If we didn't speak up, uh, we didn't speak up. I guarantee you that you wouldn't be hearing this at all. Um, and also, we, we got tremendously behind the, the new DA uh, when he took out the puppet of Bologna, the disgraceful uh, Tim Sinney, uh, who was going to do nothing, even though 10 to 16 people were murdered. Uh, Tim Sinney never even reached out to the family members of the victims. A disgraced tim if you're listening just uh, look in the mirror every morning when you shave and see nothing but shame uh what a disgrace you are and uh, not quite like your buddy steve balone uh steve i uh, you know think about resigning uh steve balone the county executive think about resigning your your letter in response to Newsday's articles on on um, on the police uh, corruption having to do with the internal affairs, uh, is laughable. Uh, you're an embarrassment. You're an embarrassment to anybody named Balone in the world. You have ruined that name, and you will be the villain when this all comes down, and it's it's coming down very soon. And Steve. You're as shameful as we say you are and times it by 10. You're an absolute disgrace with what you've done 10 years of nothing. And now you're going to try to do whatever you can to, to try to salvage something. Let me, you know, just give everybody, uh, some, uh, some indication of what, what he's trying to do at this point. Um, He's trying to he's trying to answer all of the allegations, all of my allegations here, in in a big way. Uh, that's what he's what he's living on right now. Is he's just uh, obsessed with uh, with the negativity that I've been bringing on him personally. I mean, I've been crushing him if you've been listening, and he's trying to answer my allegations by blaming everybody else, and you know. Suddenly, Newsday is is his reliable source, and he's claiming it all happened prior to him, before being elected. I I mean, he's been there for 10 years, three terms, and he's never solved Lisk. He's never tried to solve Lisk. He's stopped everyone, you know, especially his puppet. He's had his puppet in there for four years, and they did no investigation. Uh, Just disgraceful the way Steve Ballone has handled everything Um, I don't blame the cops we have corrupt politicians and I'm gonna put Jimmy uh, Jimmy Burke in the political um, arena I mean he's that's Ballone's buddy that is Ballone's buddy and and you know Spoda loved Jimmy Burke I don't know if he still loves him but he probably loves uh, loved Jimmy Burke uh, up until he got him in all of this trouble but Ballone either idolized burke or was afraid of burke but he appointed him and didn't fire him balone said he does he did fire him um and we don't know where that is i mean joe conway uh, jimmy burke's attorney um came out and said uh, and said that jimmy burke uh, Jimmy Burke resigned uh, and, and they came with a mutual agreement that he was going to resign. And Steve Ballone has this memory that nobody else in the world, he has no, it, it contradicts everything that happened. Steve Ballone has never fired Jimmy Burke, never never once. And Steve, come on the show and and prove how. Answer this question. Come on Shalero Show or Jay Oliver. You used to come on Jay Oliver all the time. You don't come now because you know he's going to ask you that question. Why did you keep Burke in there? Why didn't you fire Burke? Because you never fired Burke. Uh, Anyway, so it's it's, it's a disaster for him. His letter... Uh, I, I'm going to need more time We're coming up on a break um, And we got part three of Joe Brewer coming up But um, I'm going to get to it uh, next week I'll get to Bologna's ridiculous letter We screenshot it because we figured He's going to try to cover it up He's going to try to hide it and, uh, and, and, But check it out It's on his Facebook It's ridiculous You're going to laugh when you read it Steve thinks shame When you look at yourself in the mirror You're disgraceful absolutely disgraceful this task force um hey look you know it's it's long overdue it's not happening unless uh our potentially great district attorney ray tierney is uh what was elected if if it wasn't for that happening that happening this wouldn't be happening um But we wanna we wanna echo that. Uh, I think Errol Toulon's gonna be on that task force. FBI members and Toulon is excellent. He is our sheriff. Rodney Harrison seems good. I you know again we know he's coming from Balone. We'll uh, we'll see how independent he is, but uh, he seems like he's gonna be good. He's doing all the right things. He's saying all the right things. But Tierney is great. Tierney is is going to go down as uh, as one of the most famous da's once this thing is solved and once they prosecute or if the uh, one of the killers is is dead a grand jury report does it um Tierney is going to go down as is uh, a very very famous uh, district attorney and i could say that because this is going to be a big case balone and burke are going to be the villains and you know don't don't let anybody tell you anything differently i will go through his, his letter next week read it though he's got it on facebook screen shoot it because i imagine he's going to pull it down it's humiliating for him he knows the end is near he's panicking this is a man um i hate to use another podcast name unraveling how about that yeah, you know, those guys came up with a very good name, and they did a very good job on it. and And I think they they <laughs> they started to get him unraveled. I would have I would have banged away at him uh, when they had him. They asked him about Burke, and he didn't have a good answer. And then he called Burke a sociopath. Um, never fired that sociopath, by the way. Anyway frank mckay signing off just for now we have part three of, uh, three of brewer joe brewer and a uh, big revelation uh he gives take a listen to that and i think um i, I think you're gonna uh you're gonna uh, be surprised by what he says frank mckay signing off just for now we'll be back with more breaking it down and more lisk right after this